The 512th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time, your home for the lowest priced last minute tickets. Download the Game Time app today and use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Heidi Ho, DeGenerinos. Welcome to episode 512 of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This one's going out to one of our friends in the Discord, a longtime friend, Mac, who I think's Canadian. I get confused in there. I have to admit, I get confused by all you people, and there's so many friends in there. I think Mac's a Canadian, though, I think, and Gumby thinks, too. But anyhow, regardless, Mac made some good money on the weekend. I'm not sure if it was thing. No, it wasn't thanks to us. He went against. Wait, why am I giving this to him? He went against <laughs> us. He went against our advice and won in the main event. It was a split Anyhow. decision, though. That that's a wild yeah. call all the time. Splitter majority decision bets. Oh, that's uh, right. That's what he called. He called a split decision. He's he picked uh, the right Brandon by uh, split decision. I think. Yeah, right? which is I think it was split or majority decision, but it right. was 18, yeah. 18 to one. And I mean, maybe you should have just bet every single fight with split decision last night because that's pretty much what it was. Whoa, he just showed up in the Discord too. He must know. His ears are burning. He knows we're <laughs> speaking of him. And yeah, this goes out to our friend Mac. Um, hopefully everyone enjoyed last night's UFC at Mexico City. The voice you just heard, not my voice, um, who I think I've been called the grumpy one. No, not me. The uh, the young spry whippersnapper Uh who, if you're watching YouTube's on the other side of the screen, that voice you heard, he had himself a night last night. Let me tell you, he he did so good. He's even doing better than me this year, which people might think is normal, but it's not. Let me tell you, it's not normal. It's just normal this year. Uh, anyhow, he, and last he year ahead of me, and, and last, last year. year. <laughs> every we've been doing this since 2020. I see with my spreadsheet, but yeah, it's crazy. We've been here a long time. Anyhow, um, the man you just heard uh, had himself a night. So. Um, before we jump into it, I should warn people. Usually we're pretty agnostic on this podcast. I don't, we, I don't really care what you believe in, but this episode we're going to talk a lot about God, a lot about Jesus. <laughs> uh, we're going to kick things off with the Gumby God, uh, Daniel Reland, who uh, Jesus helped him out last night. Hello, Gumby. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, just because uh, when we do this at the beginning of the show, it works way better than when we do it at the end of the show. Uh, since you are listening here for the recap, right here is the subscribe button right down there. Go ahead and click that. Uh, it is much appreciated, especially if you enjoy listening to our uh, either our UFC episodes or our regional MMA coverage. Our regional MMA coverage is pretty much unparalleled. Uh, we'll be doing some of that tomorrow as well, Monday. Um, so make sure that you hit subscribe. Even if you don't put the notifications on, it will not change your life at all, except for it will make ours better. Um, and yes, Jesus did help me out, although I think the judges the judges did help. helped you out too. Yeah, him, <laughs> I would say just uh, for the most part. I think any of the other, um, while some of the scorecards were maybe not defensible over the course of the night, I think the right person, at least you could make an argument for the person who won the fight being the right person in all the cases. Like maybe I don't necessarily think Felipe Dos Santos was, 
Um, you know, like I think I got to go back and watch that fight to have a real take on it. But it was like close enough that you were like, I could see how that round went either way, and and he could have taken it. Um, same same with Roy Vall versus Moreno. I actually thought Moreno won in real time. Uh, maybe that was the fact that it was one a.m. and I was looking at it through rose colored glasses. Like I thought he won one, two, and five. But uh, you know, like I can see how Roy Vall won. I, I have no issue with Roy Vall being the winner out of that one. Aguilar did not win that fight, though. <laughs> there you go. Ep- episode over. Gummy just yeah, recap all just, for you. I get, I'm going to hit you with all the split decisions real quick. Exactly. Quillish didn't yeah. win his fight either. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> and if you, if you people listening are wondering what Gummy's talking about, saying subscribe and hit the button, he's talking about YouTube. You didn't mention, you didn't say you're talking about YouTube, but I think people. Oh, but are I pointed that. so like they would have to know. But yeah. if they're listening, they have no idea what you're pointing at. You're pointing at D's nuts, it looks like, when you're on the screen. You're pointing down. <laughs> yes, YouTube. Gumby is uh, killing it on YouTube for us. And, yeah, um, he posted a video about a grandma fighter, and it blew up. It went yeah. viral. We're, as the kids we're viral. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably, I guess, is a good thing to be. Uh, um, now that COVID's pretty much, you know, not widespread, I guess it's okay to be viral once again. Um, yeah, we picked up a lot of subscribers. People like the grandma content. First it was milfs. Milfs was our our entryway into that into that world that I didn't know existed on uh, on Twitter. I guess everything exists exists on Twitter now. That uh, Elon Musk was that when you now. named an, an episode yeah. something with milf in it, and then all of likes milfs got, or something. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah we and then got we... a bunch of <laughs> porn people like our. They still to this day they still like our stuff. So that's um, great. <laughs> yeah, and now YouTube, it's the grandma content. Only one person got angry. Like didn't understand. They, they obviously don't know what this show is all about. <laughs> irrelevancy and nonsense and that was a nonsense clip but no it came through that pit we'll talk about it tomorrow but that pick came through as well ladies and yeah. gentlemen the guy may not know what you're talking about in the clip but the um uh, it, it helped make a witty pick for him but that is regional where gumby kills and this weekend was no different so we'll talk about that tomorrow monday because monday is a regional day sometimes tuesday too where we're sneaking some some extra ones but no today is ufc which apparently gumby thought was a regional show because maybe because it was in Mexico, or not not at the UFC Apex. Maybe that's what did it for you, Gummy. But uh, you treated this like your picks came through like it was a regional show last night. It they sure did. Uh, and I thought I was gonna go eleven and one. Ooh, yeah. With that main event, you know, like I I had almost I'd almost taken Brandon Royval for granted. Um, yeah, me too. And, and <clears throat> so maybe this is the the best entry point to talking about. This go right ahead. You, uh, yep. Because like, do you walk away from that fight being like? Man, Brandon Moreno figured some things out. Or do you walk away from that fight being like, why wasn't Moreno doing more? Uh, cause because I'm I'm having a little bit of a tough time with it. Cause in the moment I was like, I think Moreno's winning, but he's not putting his foot on the gas. Uh, and then after Roy Vall won, I saw a lot of takes being like, Man, Roy Vall changed the narrative around him. And I'm like, I, I don't know that he did though. You know, like, do you give him any chance against Pantoja if they do rebook that fight? No, no. Um, he got the biggest win of his career. Well, we, yeah. we can't deny that. But did he change the type of fighter he is? I don't think his style. I don't think anything changed about him. Maybe mentally, you know, the fact he got over a hump. He beat a guy that beat him before. He beat a guy who's one of the greatest flyweights of all time. You, you could argue. Um, he he proved he could do it. You know. Um, Mentally, he he showed that that he can compete at that level. Perhaps that's uh, that's a takeaway here. Um, yeah, he, as you're saying, yeah. Um, Re the activity level. Um, Roy Ball, like he let he he threw two and a half times more strikes than Morano. So yeah, 
He, but he, he only he, landed like 20 yeah. more punches. You know, yeah. and maybe he didn't land as many, but he was more act, far more active, like you were saying. Moreno did not do enough. This and week. that's maybe why I thought in real time that Moreno was winning some of those rounds is because I was like, the, the stuff he's landing is better anyway, mm-hmm. right? And and mm-hmm. I still think that too. You know, I haven't gone back and watched it, but like I still think Moreno probably landed the harder shots in a lot of those cases. But you know, the the activity wound up being more important. But yeah, like I, there there was no moment where I was like oh, hey, look, he's like way better at defending takedowns or, oh, hey, look, he's, you know, better at fighting out of these clinches or like it, there wasn't there wasn't like an aha moment for me on Roy Vall. He looked kind of like he always does, mm-hmm. but just like maybe wasn't challenged in the way that you would imagine Brandon Moreno would challenge you. Uh, and, and hey, maybe it's the elevation. Maybe it was that Moreno knew he didn't have the same kind of gas tank for 25 minutes. And, you know, maybe props to Roy Vall for being ready for that kind of fight because he, he did continue to, I mean, his output was almost 500 strikes in an mm-hmm. elevation fight, which is crazy. Um, and maybe maybe that's the corner he turned is he's just going to be, not that he would ever had issues with output, but maybe he just like a super output guy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, good for him. He's probably next for a title shot now. Uh, but like, I, I don't know that I walk away thinking, you know, he's a, a, a changed man, you know? Yeah, do you think he looks like what is three hundred one? Is the is the pay per view in Brazil? Is that right? Yeah, I, that the so rumor a couple is, months from now. The rumor is I don't that, know if he's gonna be ready the, for that. The rumor is that's what he wants. Uh, yeah, well, I, I saw I'm him. Sure he shake, wants it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I saw him shake hands with Pantoja after the fight, um, and they seem to like be whispering stuff to one another. I don't know if any of the cameras caught what they said, but um, it seems like there's some sort of verbal agreement there. They badly need a 301 headliner. It's been rumored mm-hmm. that it was going to be Pantoja. Um, Pajeda was rumored for it, but then they had to back him up to 300. So, yeah, I, I assume it's going to be him. I would say if his knee is bad, because his, his knee was looked pretty bad in the post fight. He was yeah. doing a, a table interview with Kiesa and Sanko and somebody else. Um and he was in a chair. Like the rest of them were at that standing desk and they had to like wheel him in. Certainly, it's not a good look for fighting no, in two months. No. Um, but if we don't, you know, probably Pantoja versus Manel Cape, uh, yeah. Cape seemingly ready, right? Like he pulled out of a fight, but seemingly looking for something. So maybe that's why we haven't heard any news on his front. Uh, yeah, Broval seemingly gets another title shot out of this. Yeah, well, we'll see. Like, like I've said before, and as we've seen before, it's all about timing. And especially if he's not, you know, going to be ready in, you know, a few weeks or, or you know, a couple months, then we'll, we'll have to see. Um, I would be far more excited about one of the younger, younger up and coming guys to get is a there, uh, title shot. Is there any of them that are there yet? You know what I mean? Like, no, because like if you Roy Ball's not there either. That's the thing. It, it's it's whether well, they want to sacrifice one of the young guys. That's the thing, right? But but I guess the. the yeah, sacrifice because at this point in time, Pantoja is going to beat just about everybody. But yeah. sort of my point about this is it, it doesn't seem like any of them have the signature win they need yet to no, move true. ahead, right? Because like Amir Albazi uh, was supposed to fight Moreno here. That was supposed to be his signature win that gets him a title shot, right? Manel yeah. Cape, uh, was he supposed to fight Matthews Nicolau? I think I think he was supposed to fight Nicolau or something like that. Hasn't really had that signature win for him yet either. Mokayev is fighting Alex Perez inexplicably next. You know, like um, Steven yeah. Ursig is fighting Matt Schnell again. Maybe not a fight he needs to move that far up. So like, all of these like young up and comers, you know, the Tetsuya Tyras and the the Ursigs and the Mokayevs, like 
they're all a step away. They all kind of yeah. need that big fight before they can step into a title fight. So, like, would I rather see them? Yeah, but, like, how do you decide which of them gets it now? You know, Mokayev picks up a big win over Alex Perez, who's fought, like, well, three times. Alex Perez last. isn't going to show up, so Mokayev probably will get the title shot then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, he'll be in camp already. Might as well exactly. just roll him on over. Uh, yeah. But, again, yeah, I think they're all just, like, a step away. So, like, I think yeah. you almost have to give it to one of these guys who are now recycled challengers. It would work out. Well, you know, if Roy Ball could fight in a couple of months, then it yeah. doesn't matter who wins that fight, really. Uh, and then one of the young guys hopefully will will be ready, be ready. You know, later in the year. Yeah, because they're definitely coming. Like there's they like damn mentioned well, Amir Abazi five and oh, Tyra five and oh, uh, Makaya five and oh, uh, Manal Capes won four straight. Um, Josh Vans won three straight. Like Josh Vance, obviously the next wave, probably after the next wave, but yeah, Ursic, he's probably the same wave as Tyra, yeah. I get yeah. They're, they're yeah, both like twenty. True. They're both like twenty two, twenty three, and like bunch of wins, fringe top mm-hmm. fifteen guys. Like they're, they're probably coming at the same time. They are definitely on the way, but yeah, we'll have to have to see um, see what happens. Obviously, how it shakes up. But yeah, it was a, a good main event. Fine main event. Uh, probably more competitive than than we hoped because <laughs> we both were in on Moreno. Uh, Gumby had Moreno inside the distance as our as our fancy uh, two fight uh, hungry man Jong prop that didn't hit obviously, but you know. Good fight regardless whether you agree with the scorecards or not. You can't really uh close fights, you can't really, you know, scream robbery or or really complain too much. Um, no. especially when the guy that won was what more than more than two times more active than the other guy. Whether it was, you know, effective or not is is the argument, but you know, he was putting at least putting forth more effort. And that's sometimes all all it takes to to sway a judge and win a close fight. So Gumby's ready. He's ready for me to to transition into an ad. I see him getting yeah, ready to I, click I, on it, and I, I'm gonna I'm, say I'm all Game time. I'm going to tell you about game time. Maybe you're like Mac and you want a ton of money last night. It's burning a hole in your pocket. You want to know where to spend it. I guess people don't keep money in their pockets anymore. It's all numbers on a screen. But regardless, you can move those numbers over to game time. You want to move too many though, because game time has last minute ticket deals for you. So even if you want to go to an event today, game time will be the place to go because they are the place for last minute ticket deals forget planning months in advance game time has deals and tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive flash deals and tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more they don't mention mma but yes mma is on there even lower level i'm not lower level i'm not saying that derogator derogatively but even uh, the LFAs of the world are on uh, game time. They got everything. Game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will carry you 110% of the difference. As I botched that, 110%. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Underdog Fantasy, our friends at Underdog Fantasy are with us, and they also have a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NBA, NHL, soccer, college basketball, MMA, of course. They got it all. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Gumby, I want to say I put you on the spot, but you know I do this every episode. Yeah, Gumby, what's your play? It's so nice I wrote I wrote about the uh, NBA for uh, for today, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and one of my favorite ones is the lower than on Kawhi Leonard's combined rebounds and assists. Uh, I believe it's listed at 10 and a half, and he's only gone over that one out of the last five games. So let's take the lower than on Kawhi Leonard's uh, rebounds and assists. And that's for tonight's game, Sunday? That's, that's for Sunday night's action. 
Yes, they are the late game against the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, uh, Sabonis is going to going to hoover up all the rebounds, and there won't be any for Kawhi to grab. Um, here's something different. I'm not going into the usual part. I usually type a promo code here, but no. SGPN is teaming up with Underdog to give you even more of a bonus. Sign up between now and the end of the month, and five winners will receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt, and a $50 SGPN gift card, so you can get cool swag like Gumby and I like to wear. Not Gumby's rainbow-colored bacon hat, but an SGP hat like I'm wearing. Um, sign up today, use the promo code SGPN, and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog, D-O-G, to enter the contest for your chance to win. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. This Underdog Fantasy promo code, I said SGPN, but how about we go with MMA SGPN? How's that sound? And then we will get credit, and the bosses will think we're amazing, even more amazing than they think we are already. So MMA SGPN. You like how I spelt the word dog for people? Uh, yeah, I did. I enjoyed that. It's because it's <laughs> those damn rappers, those damn rappers don't know how to spell. Oh, yeah. D-O-G-G you want to make sure they don't write D-A-W-G. <laughs> D-A-W-G. Yeah. Underdog. Um, D-A-W-G-Z, dogs. Who knows, right? All right. <clears throat> I guess we already did the main event, right? Split decision, 48-47, yeah. 46-49, 48-47 for Roy Ball. 46-49 is dumb, real quick. Uh, Judy yeah, Jamiro yeah. can... can... Our buddy, yeah, our buddy. Terrible. There was there was some uh, greatest hits. He was involved in every, not every. He was involved in a bunch of split, a couple of split decisions. He wasn't on the wrong end of a bunch of them, but but he was involved. Um, Co-main event. This was a heartbreaker for me. Yara Rodriguez. First of all, Brian Ortega hurt himself. <laughs> before rolled the his fight. ankle. He, <laughs> rolled his ankle. And I'm like, okay, this guy is not durable. He's he's ha- has one win in the past five years. He's been out for. A year, year and a half. over a year, yeah, year and a half almost. Months, I'm like, this guy, this guy just doesn't have it anymore. He's not durable. He can't. He's jumping and, and hurting himself. And the first round or so played out. I'm like, okay, he's getting his butt kicked here. Uh, Yara Rodriguez way better on the ground uh, on the uh, on the feet. He was a little too much dabbling on the ground. I didn't, I didn't like that too much. Um, and eventually, That's what it I did. said he would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we get to the second round, and he's Yair is happy just to eat up the whole round on his back not doing anything not trying to get up not you know he wasn't really getting beat up but he wasn't doing anything either and then it caught him uh, less than a minute into the third round he got submitted arm triangle choke and then ortega did a uh Husamir paul harris move and didn't let go forever like he was in his zone at least he wasn't ripping someone's knee apart like paul harris does but Regardless, Brian Ortega came through for Gumby. This was a big win for Gumby, not just because it, it ensured that he beat me for the night. That, that's that's the main thing, I guess. But he had him at plus one forty. That's that's a big hit for you. Yeah, and in I want I think that was my second underdog of the night too. It was um, a very chalky, chalky night. But yeah, Gumby hit two out of the three underdogs that came through, and that was the biggest yeah. one that came through. I think. Yeah, slightly bigger than Aguilar. Um, right. Yeah. I'll just say this: like that has been, and I think I said it on Thursday. That's been the mo on on Yair Rodriguez and what I've said is yeah. his biggest weakness for a long time. Everybody wanted to talk about Yair Rodriguez versus Zadat Magomed Sharapov for like t- all the time. Remember when those two were mm-hmm. like the two hot things coming up in the featherweight division and they were like, run them against each other, run them against each other. And I was like, why? So that Yair Rodriguez can spend 15 minutes on his back trying to throw up arm bars he isn't going to catch. And that's kind of how he wound up losing to Frankie Edgar. If you remember when he took his first loss and it kind of took some of the shine off. Is he just like... It, he laid on his back and let Frankie beat him up. And like, it, 
it, it was different now. Like he, he's obviously got more tools now and he's matured a little bit now and his wrestling's gotten better, but he still has moments where he gets complacent and forgets that he's in an MMA fight and not in a jujitsu match. Um, and I think the elevation definitely hurt him here. I, uh, I don't know how much he trains at elevation or where he trains all the time. I, I don't have that info directly in front of me right now, but like, his cardio didn't look good. Like, I, I think he kind of quit it there at the end um, because that not that that choke didn't look deep, but he had a weird angle on it. Yeah. Um, and and I, I didn't even think he really had anything there. I think he I thought he was just holding on to nothing. Um, well, the announcers was, didn't screen that it was deep. So how would you have known? Yeah, it was kind of like a it was kind of like an arm triangle positioning, but like a rear naked yeah. choke grip. And then he was on his side. So, like, I'm not sure. Ortega could get the compression he needs to get the carotid arteries out of there. Um, but I mean, like he tapped, so I guess it's effective if he taps and it doesn't really matter, but like, it looked like Yair Rodriguez wanted out there. Like he didn't look like he was doing a whole lot to try to get out of these bad positions. And that will continue to be his ceiling too. Right. Because like, there are enough guys who wrestle at that weight class that he needs to do more than that off of his back. And he needs to not spend time on his back. I was already, Already had him versus uh, Tapuria in my brain, thinking, "Oh, that'll be a fun fight," but it didn't happen. Ortega didn't happen. versus Tapuria? Is that gonna happen? <laughs> might. Why wouldn't but, it? <laughs> yeah, Ortega didn't really show us anything different either. That's the thing. He's no, super but he tough. He can wrestle. Yeah, he's super he can wrestle. Wrestling. He's and he he gets out striked outstruck on the feet, which is yeah. Really I mean, Tapuria yeah. would just yeah. wipe him right out on the feet. <laughs> yep, yep. That's probably what we're gonna get too, right? He's the biggest name, and he's got to win now. They can probably put him into the fight. As long as he didn't break his ankle before the fight, yeah, yeah I think it's probably him. Because, and I hear people saying Mozart Avloyev, but like Dana doesn't like Mozart no. Avloyev, a no. and then b, like, man, what, what's gonna, what's Avloyev going to do when he doesn't hit a takedown on Tapuria? Uh, yeah. it, it's gonna look worse than than Ortega. I, I think Ortega's got a better skill set to fight Tapuria. So yeah. yeah uh, I'm not really sure what's next. You got Max hovering around there too, so that that could yeah. always be a piece of it. But like I said, it a lot of times it comes down right place, right time. That's how Sean Strickland became UFC champion. So yep. we'll have to wait and see when the UFC is desperate for a uh, a title fight and desperate for uh, to prayer to fight again. But yeah, impressive. Ortega didn't just get through self inflicted a uh, self inflicted injury. Um, we had a lot of those people tripping on the cage, getting their foot. So like the very opening fight of the night, we, oh, we had yeah. someone get their foot stuck. Um, Moreno seemed to have tripped uh, at one point too. Um, yeah, it seemed uh, that was happening a lot last night. But uh, or take a battle through whatever happened to his ankle. Plus, he definitely got his nose <clears> broken. <throat> he, he got really beat up bad in the first round and then uh, dished it out uh, himself in the second. So kudos to him. Uh, maybe I won't badmouth him as much. I, I'm still upset that he was ranked number four despite winning one fight in, in five years. But uh, um, he came through uh, last night. Uh, so no doubting him there. Uh, another place that comes through. Here's a transition for you. Hall of Fame bets. You can win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players will have, which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets. To craft more intelligent data-driven parlays, download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. And use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Anyhow, this was another good, it was a good fight. Top two fights were, were exciting fights. And this, uh, that one, um, no different. Um, 
our man Daniel Zellhuber came through. This was the last win I had of the night, but uh, Francisco Prado, what a wild man he is. He, he just kept coming. Um, he was uh, short notice too, was he not? No, I think this one was. No, he wasn't. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking he, he was going out at short notice, but yeah, he, he was a wild man. He brought it right to Zellhuber. You can see how Prado finishes everyone. Yeah, this is the uh, first time he's, uh, I guess he didn't win, but yeah, this is the man who uh, never uh, goes to decision except once. So uh, his. Cardio held up is what I'm trying to say, but Daniel Zellhuber ended up uh, solving the uh, puzzle that Francisco Prado's aggression uh, presented him. Came through 29, 28, 29, 28, 30, 27. Daniel Zellhuber, I'm still high on him at lightweight. Uh, young, big, long, um, you know, solid all-around fighter um, and gritted out a win here. A tougher yeah, win he, than, than you would have thought. Yeah, I, I think the big piece for me is that he... He, he kept maintaining distance, right? Because we knew he had a huge reach advantage. He mm -hmm. used that. You like seeing people with big reach and big height advantages use them uh, rather than like the Stefan Struve formula of never using it. <laughs> um, yep. So, yeah, um, I'm high on him too. Not, not really much more to say. Lots, lots of people you could match him with. Yep. Another up and comer who looked really good last night. She bounced back from her first ever loss and a, a TKO loss, nonetheless, too. Um, Yasmin Haregi. Um, this fight basically played out the way we expected it to right down to the unanimous decision, you know, three rounds to none. Uh, Sam Hughes, too tough to finish. Um, Haregi, too fast, too young, uh, too good at striking. And the, um, perhaps more importantly, the wrestling and grappling defense held up, did not get herself taken down one, one uh, time in this fight and just put it on Hughes. Uh, it's the reason why she was the biggest favorite of, on the night, minus 480. And um, like I said, big win for her in front of her home crowd. Yeah, that maybe the thing I'm most surprised about is just that she didn't get taken down. Mm -hmm. uh, we knew her; she was going to be better, faster, stronger. Um, maybe not stronger, better, faster, hit harder um, mm -hmm. than than Hughes. But like, uh, I mean, the fact that her grappling held up too, and it seemed like she even had the upper hand in a lot of those exchanges. Um, that that was huge for her. So yeah, um, nice bounce back. Uh, you know, I, I still think that Denise Gomes loss is probably a little bit of a fluke and we're going to see a lot better things out of how than we are out of Gomes. Just so fast and so young. The yep. women's draw weight is really good. It's, yeah. there's a lot of really no, good so fighters good. in it. And flyweight, not as much, but still very, very good as well. And then yep. af after that, we can stop talking <laughs> women's fighters. Too bad some of these girls can't be, you know, 20 pounds heavier because uh, the other division could use some of these up and coming, uh, exciting women it fighters, could. but nonetheless. I hope Sam Hughes sticks around as well. You know, yeah. she's a, she's always fun. Yeah. And, and a good task for, you know, anyone uh, seeing if, if a prospect is, is legit or not. So yeah. uh, in the opener, this man may not stick around because he just got beat pretty quick here. Uh, we, <laughs> we had Manuel. We predicted Manuel Torres would win. We predicted that he would finish. Uh, I, I predicted he would win via um, knockout, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I should have just said it. I should have just said inside. The, the number distance. was barely man. different too. Like yeah. it wasn't even all that different. That wasn't yeah. Bad, bad call by me. But nonetheless, seven win, seven knockouts, seven submissions now for Mr. El Loco, Manuel Torres. Did very quick work on Chris Duncan. Uh Duncan was the one who actually uh wobbled Torres. We thought it would be the other way around. Uh this was basically yeah, this was like a reverse. Um yeah, because Torres, Torres wrestled and, Torres, and really yep. well. <laughs> Torres, we thought Duncan, uh, what usually happens is Duncan gets uh, rocked and then pulls out a victory. It was the other way around here. Torres got rocked, pulled out a victory, 146 into the first round with a rear naked choke. Yeah, uh, Torres looks great. Also, that's yeah. uh, he's made 150K in performance bonuses in three fights. Yes, sir. Uh, that, yeah. And that's probably twice his salary. 
Um, oh, you know, you way more of, than that, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, if you get all the show and all the win money in there for three fights worth, right? you're probably talking right <laughs> around 75K, and, and now he's got 150 uh, from from performance bonuses. So, like, he, he doubled it, um, which is incredible and good for him. And he was a fun interview on Top Turtle MMA. I didn't jinx yeah. him. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. That dude's dangerous on the feet and the ground. Uh, yeah. Man, we might be downplaying how good he is because he, he should be uh, after dismantling Chris Duncan like that, he should get somebody pretty far up there. I think. Yeah. He was yelling for that too. Yeah. yeah. He was um, off contender series. So he would have made 23,000 his first fight, including sponsorship. And he would have made 2012 and 12, 20, 27, his second fight. Yeah. So yeah, he's bonuses are, are saving this guy. Hopefully yeah. he gets a, a second contract now. And usually when you get your second, well, you're still only in the twenties, 20 and twenties, but still. Bonuses are saving uh, the day for this man. Well, not saving the day, but making it lucrative for him. Maybe he doesn't have to like have a second job. Maybe he doesn't have to like change oil did, or whatever. He, some of these fighters have to do. He did say that uh, in my interview, I asked him about if he did anything with the bonuses and he just said that living was easy. Um, yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's like good to hear, man. Like that's, mm-hmm. that, that's all yeah. we hope for our professional athletes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. quote, quote unquote. All right. So three and two for me and the main card four and one for Gumby on the main cards this is where gumby uh really pulled ahead of me uh prelims how many barcelos the the top two fights is what hurt me this is where this is where gumby uh gumby took me to uh the woodshed here how many barcelos rear naked choke over christian quinones he rocked him as well on the feet so barcelos looked good i, I was thinking quinones would would uh take care of the older man on the feet and a guy who was not fought um that well or at least hasn't had great results as of late but it, it did not happen uh 204 in the third round barcelos with the submission minus 160 gumby hit yeah i i just think quinones in the grand scheme of things has too many issues with his wrestling defense um and, and while he he did all right in some of these spots and really didn't start conceding things until he was rocked the grappling defense wasn't great wasn't there um and, and it's good to see barcelos who'd like has had a wild up and down career, sort of like find some stability in a fight like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what much to say. We're not fantasy matchmaking Randy no. Barcelos here at uh, no. <laughs> you know, 100, 100 years old and two and three in his last five. Yeah, yeah, he saved his career more than likely. Um, he was zero and two going into this fight. Uh, Quinones' problema is the grappling. You said right. Yeah, that's his if he biggest, gets, if he, that's his, his problema. Biggest, that's his biggest problema. <laughs> Hopefully, um, well. Not hopefully, I don't really care, but uh, for his sake, hopefully he gets another shot here. He's one and two now in the UFC. Um, all right, next fight I got wrong as well. Mendonca did not come through. Um, he lost his split decision, but as Gumby said, Jesus, aka Jesus, he robbed us. Jesus Santos Aguiar split decision 29-28-28-29-28. I wasn't, I was too tired last night. I was not paying enough attention to really score any of these fights. So I'm not gonna yell robbery. Um, but yeah, Gumby came through a plus one. This was a this is a bad one, I, and it's my yeah. dog of the week, and it hit. And I know yeah. this is a bad one. I gave Aguiar. You're 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 owed you're owed a couple of crap decisions every once in a while. Right, right, right. Don't yeah, feel bad. Yeah, and MMA gods give it, then they take it away. Uh, mm. But yeah, Aguiar won the second. He didn't win the first or the third. They raised his hand. He didn't think he won. He was like shocked by it. And I'll also just say this too. Oh, speaking of people whose hands went up, I, I gotta yeah, go back main to event. the main event. The main event. <laughs> yep. He said Brandon, and he got bummed because he forgot his name was also Brandon Royval. Got mad. <laughs> <laughs> so he forgot good. his name was Brandon. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, that was but good. anyway, yeah, Aguiar didn't win the first of the third. 
Um, yeah. Two judges gave him the first. I, I'm not quite sure how uh, I'll take it. But also just want to throw this out to you because stop me if you've heard this one before, Jeff. Uh, okay. th- it's there a Smith were, song, but go ahead. There, there were five people in the media who thought Aguiar won that uh, fight. Come on. <laughs> sure dog, uh, sure dog, dog and- sure dog. MMA mania in MMA junkie. <laughs> well, MMA junkie is usually not. Uh, uh, totally they've been pretty. The they've been of. pretty bad since John Morgan left. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't have a name tied to it either, so I don't even know who is doing that scoring. But yeah, yeah the three shirt dog guys in MMA mania. It, it like there you go, dude. It's the easiest easiest guess of all time. <laughs> yep. Uh, the next fight was supposed to be a flyweight fight. Both fighters miss weight. Uh, our friend, I heard, I heard that that's not necessarily Cherise's fault, by the way. I heard his, uh, no. I, I heard the team of Lacerda said that they were not coming in on weight. Okay. They informed Cherise's corner, and then he was like, well, fuck that. I'm not cutting anymore. Then. Um, so, so like, he cost himself some money, though. Usually, the. But do they find him if it wound up being a catch weight anyway? It says they're both going to be fine. But no, I'm saying if, if your opponent says you're he's going to miss weight, then that's more incentive for you to make weight. Cause you're going to get a percentage of his you pay. Would think not so. that... I bet you he's just so done with Lacerda that he was like, not, not that Lacerda <laughs> is actually making any money either. D- Daniel Lacerda got submitted. Arm tri- triangle choke second fight in a row. This one, uh, this one actually, uh, actually stuck the count a two seventeen <laughs> into the second round. Lacerda for sure. Like, I don't even have to look this up. He's the only, he's the first and only UFC fighter to go six fights and not win a fight in the UFC. There's no no one gets six fights without winning. Um, I, I think I know of one. Hang on. I'm going to put the intern on it. I think I Old know days? of one, but he had multiple stints. Um, Re- oh, okay. I, yeah, I didn't think of that part. You're right. Yeah, I think Ricard- people... his name was Ricardo Funch. I don't know if you remember Ricardo Funch. No. Let's see. One, two. Oh, no, he only lost. He only lost four, but it was different. There stints. you go. Still um, six yeah. in a row. He's yeah, 05, he, 05 and one no contest. <laughs> five. I don't think anyone's gone five. Like usually two and you're out. Maybe three. But he's gone six fights and he's getting cut now, right? Yeah. So I mean, gone, like, especially he, missing he, weight. He, he's exciting, but like his fight IQ is so bad. It's so, <laughs> and we said that on Wednesday when he was fighting Francisco Figueredo and he was like, hey, dude, here's my leg. Go ahead, knee bar it. And then Francisco Figueredo was like, cool, thanks. And then he did knee bar it and then it was over. And that was Francisco Figueroa's only win in the UFC. So, like, yeah, how can you keep Lacerda around at this point? Charisse can go, too, because he's got that stank on him. I don't think he's ever going to shake this Lacerda <laughs> stank. He's got um, good sub skills and, and yeah. like, can box a little bit. Yeah, I, I like him. Yeah, he, he he's submitted a multi, he's multiple submission wins over Lacerda. One of them I'm surprised um, he let go of the submission. I thought he's just going to keep it. <laughs> just leave it on. <laughs> we, we missed our dog here. I said I misspoke earlier. The biggest dog that hit on the night was, of course, in the main event, Brandon Royball, plus 240. Um, but, yeah, only three dogs hit. It was not. One of the next one, we call him Puelas, but it's Puyas. They were calling him last night. Um, Puyas said Puyno to winning the fight. Faris Zayam. They weren't saying Zayam either. They were saying they were saying his last name differently. Zim. At least I Zim. Zim. Yes. Like, is this? I I feel like this is all new. Like we would have picked up by now. That's how you say these guys' names. But anyhow, Zim Ferris uh, took care of Claudio Puyas. 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 Split decision 28 29 30 27 29 28. Puyas was the um outdated stra- uh, grappler here who was desperately trying to get a takedown, and when he didn't get a takedown, he was getting beat up. 
he was also giving up positions in, on the ground yeah. too, uh, yeah. which was, was maybe happy to the be more, down there. So yeah, yeah, it, it did look like his wrestling got better at the beginning of the fight. Uh, he he might have tired a little bit there, but like I was like, oh, his wrestling looks improved. It looks like he did some work away. Um, the wildest part about this is that first of all, you know, the judge who gave every single round that Zaim, I don't know about that. I, I'd probably give the second to Puelish, which is what Chris Lee did. Um, and then weirdly, Raul Salas gave only the second to Zaim. Uh, so, like, the two judges who gave 29-28 scorecards uh, in this fight didn't agree with each other yep. on any of the rounds, yep. which is just, like, the nuttiest kind of stuff. And then to have the other guy at 30-27 is just, uh, man, I don't know. That That's some, uh, those are some pretty bad cards right there. That's some MMA for you. Uh, flyweight belt, Rod, Ronaldo Rodriguez. He goes to Ronaldo now. The lazy boy is what we like to call him. Took care of Psycho. Um yeah, submission rear naked choke. One second left into the second round. Yeah, just younger, faster, you know, um, better all around fighter. Like good pressure. And we great hit. pressure. Yep. And this was my lock of the week as well, minus 110. Um, fan of that hit. So there you go. Fan of fan of that number in a hit. So what more can you say? Uh wait to see more from Mr. Rodriguez. Another flyweight fight, Felipe Dos Santos. Uh was harder than, than we thought and maybe didn't win the fight either. It was split decision over Victor Altamirano, 27-30, Like Like we said, MMA is going to MMA sometimes. Santos was minus 298. Did not look that way, though. Yeah, I actually probably had him, you know, you probably got to go back and watch. It's 29-28 one way or the other. Yeah. Um, Because there were clear rounds for either fighter. The 30-27 is an egregious scorecard. Um. And, you know, a lot of people are complaining that the wrong guy won this one. The 29-28s were fine. Uh, and it, yep. it didn't really matter what direction it was in. I was glad Dos Santos won it because I, I picked him personally. Um, <laughs> and I, I also like him as a fighter. I think he's got a lot of promise. He looked really good in that Manel Cape fight. Um, he actually looked a lot better in the Manel Cape fight than he did this one. So, uh, yep. yeah, like I, I, I'm excited to see him moving forward in the future. Uh, those, those judges. Uh, judges going to judge. <laughs> yep. Sure. And then things started off freaky, but it, it broke in our favor. So, hey, we shall take it. Broke. Roman Naimov, the Hillman, it broke in our favor. Leg injury for Eric Silva. Um, stepped in the like the little crease between the, the cage and the and the canvas. Um, and then uh, basically got, got crumpled in and tapped out, basically, or, or verbally submitted before any more damage was done to him. 44 seconds in the first round. He tried to grapple a bit. Uh, got himself taken down and then I guess whatever. I think I, I think they announced he tore his MCL, which uh, is not surprising. Fun thing to do. A guy who just was off for what, over a year with an injury. Uh, Nymov, 3-0 now. We had him at minus 330, but not much can be taken away from this fight. No, when you saw him, when I saw him throw that spinning head kick, um, I, I really thought it landed. I think I thought that's why he stumbled. Uh, yeah. Silva went down and then on the replay you can see silva blocked it fully was fine but if you watch his left knee you i mean you can see like that gap form in the knee that you can usually see when somebody's tearing something um yeah. and, and so like you i saw that and i was like oh and then he kept you know to his credit kept trying to fight and then that takedown really uh did him in so uh upsetting to see it in that way i don't think we were going to see a different outcome anyway Nymoff's pressure no. was already starting to look good um, yep. granted it was only like 20 or 30 seconds of it, but, uh, I, I didn't have a lot of hope for Silva in that fight, but, um, that's a, a bummer of a way to start off the night. Yes, indeed. Um, wasn't the worst of outcomes for me. It wasn't nine and two, like last week, seven and five 
if I bet 100 in every fight, I did lose 191 bucks or 192 bucks because it was a very chalky night and I did not hit any dogs. Gumby went 10 and 2 and went made 445. So on the year, we are both at 39 and 32 now, both at 55% hit rate. But Gumby is only losing 7% of his money and I'm only I'm losing 11%. But don't bet in every fight. Don't bet the same amount in every fight, at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Um, Gumby missed on his lock, Moreno. He hit his underdog, Aguiar. Uh, he missed Denzel Huber via knockout. I hit Lazy Boy as my lock. I missed on Puelas. Puelas. Puelas, I'm going to call him, as my dog. Torres, knockout as my prop did not hit as well, but he finished. I should, Like I said, should have done inside the distance. Neither of the halves of the Hungry Man hit. Um, so that is that. Uh, as for the actual bonuses in the real world, Zellhuber, Prado, fight of the night. Ortega, Torres, performance of the night. Uh, 21,446 people were in Arena CDMX, and for the most part, they probably left happy because mostly, uh, may- maybe not the end of the night, end of the night probably didn't end so well. Well, the them, beginning of the night people. wasn't great either. The, the Brazilian guy got a weird decision over a Mexican That's guy right, in yep. the second fight. Um, the, I guess Eric Silva's Colombian, right? So that probably didn't bum him out too much, but I, I'm sure they yeah. didn't love the, the Tajikistan guy beating the other South American guy to kick off the night with a weird knee injury. Yeah, the, it didn't start or end good, and the, the middle was good for Mexican fans. And they lost Raul Rosas Jr., who got ill right before his fight. Oh, don't worry. He's uh, fighting next week now. <laughs> yep, he's fighting this week, which is actually good because we need <laughs> we need some fights on this card, Gumby. Uh, when I needed Jr. some dogs on this card, too, because I was looking I at know. the odds on this next line. Yeah. I see a lot of great underdogs on it. Um, yep. And now I got Ricky Tercios, who you can already bet yep. that I'm – if I was betting him this week at Elevation – now knowing that they have to change locales mm-hmm. and Raul Rosas Jr. will be ill, I am definitely taking Ricky Tercios again. <laughs> Young people don't stay ill. What are you talking about? Um, he will bounce back before you know it. This is one hell of a fight card, Gummy Boy, for my mother's birthday weekend. They're <laughs> pulling out all the stops. USC fight name, Rosenstrike versus Gaziev. For some reason, <laughs> Saudi Arabia did not want this card. <laughs> And they made the UFC. They said, you can keep this one. And so the UFC is putting it out of the apex. Um, I will read the fight card to you quickly. And you're going to ask yourself, <laughs> why would why would Saudi Arabia not want this fight card on their on their soil? A main event, Jarzinho Rosenstrike. Uh, what? Five years past his peak, maybe? Uh, versus Shamil Gaziev. What even was his peak, though? It was just I like exactly. throw big punches. <laughs> I think his peak, yeah was uh, catching Overeem uh, a couple seconds left in the fight and tearing his lip off. I think that was his... Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about it. He was yeah. losing that fight four rounds to none, too. He was, yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we got undefeated heavyweight in the main event, so that's that's something, <laughs> I guess. And Gaziev, uh, light heavyweight co-main event, that's always a good thing. Victor <laughs> Petrino, uh, undefeated, though. There you go, versus Tyson Pedro. Alex Perez, Mohamed Mokayev, that's a good fight if it happens. Like I said, there's question marks when Alex Perez is involved. Matt Schnell, Steven Ersic, that's a fun one. Umar Nurmagomedov, Bez Bekzak Almakan, so a squash match uh, for Umar. Royal Rosas Jr., Ricky Tercio, so that should be a weird, fun fight, hopefully. Eric Anders, Jamie Pickett, there, there's a perfect fight for the Apex for you. Middleweight, that, should be, main event. Main event. that <laughs> should be a main event. At least five rounds. Vinicius Oliveira, Giannis Gamori. Uh, Javid Basharat. There we go. Javid's on it. That's good. Ayman Zahabi. Oh, he's fighting Ayman, though. That's not good. I like both those guys. Gumby. One of them um, might be on my show this week. Uh, ooh, Top Turtle MMA. So I'm better listening. I have a guess who, I bet. Loik Razhabov. Uh, Al Sawadi. What's his first name again? He's one of those Abdul names. Abdul Kareem. So long. 
Abdul Kareem. His name's so long that typology can't even fit it on the on the main screen. And then Christian Leroy Dawkins versus Claudia Hibiero. For weirdos like us, this actually this fight card actually isn't that bad. Yeah, the, the prelims has, are sick. <laughs> yeah, it has, has some names like, oh, okay, that's cool. That guy's fighting. But yeah, this is um not something you're gonna uh want a paid audience to to come and watch. Or yeah, and, and, paid and I think I think you you misspoke too. I, I think you, I heard you say Vinicius Oliveira was fighting. Okay, well, uh, who but, is but, it? But but that's you. We we know him by a far different name. Uh, and and for some reason you said Vinicius Oliveira. Right. That's What's that's Lockdog. Oh right, Lockdog. This is <laughs> a big Lockdog. fight for for people in our Discord. Lockdog. Uh, well, we don't really get whoever was whoever was spamming us. Asking, uh, we still have people asking for last minute coming in asking for dogs. But yeah, yeah, there, there which, was, is, a, which is fine. But the, the there are certain people who who want a Lockdog so every week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the Lockdog is fighting next week. The actual Lockdog. So yes. It's um yeah, this is a fight card made for us, Gumby, made for our Discord specifically because it's got locked dog on it. So yeah, in, be, in that uh, you you know you always ask me for a comment and I pull an obscure ass fight. Like Rodzabov versus Kareem El Sawadi. That there fight is sick. No, that fight there is really, really, really good. Um, that fight would have been like uh a fight between two guys in in brave recently or something yeah. like that for a title um and and you would be clamoring like both these guys belong in the ufc well now the ufc actually signed these guys that they should have signed because they were trying to fill out a middle eastern card uh and instead we get them in the apex which is weird as hell and it's still a sick fight and there you go a couple of people in our discord as they're listening here are nodding their heads and agreeing with you Gumby, right <laughs> that, that, that's about it everyone else is like who is he talking about and yeah uh, so why did he hard George Hardwick? That's that's legit as hell. We we have uh, you've seen our numbers, Gumby. We have casuals listening to us now. Okay, it's not just yeah, weirdos yeah. anymore. All right. No, I think we, we just we've found got all time. the weirdos. Thank you, weirdos. Maybe it's true. There are enough sick, <laughs> sickos out there, especially on the internet. All right, good episode. Wasn't total. We set up. Maybe this one won't be as long. Yeah, forty five minutes. Not crazy long but there's always fun things to talk about, regardless. Um, regardless of how uh, relevant the fight card was or not. All right. I mentioned Discord a bunch of times. If you're not in there already, hop in. We're getting new people every day saying hi and, and losing money with us. No, winning money. Uh, that would be sportsgamblepodcast.com slash Discord. If you're into the Twitter, SGPN MMA, Gumby runs that for us. How's that for an endorsement? If you're into the Twitter, uh, he's at Gumby Vreeland. I'm a Jeff Fox writer there and on Instagram. Uh, obviously, our YouTube. And yeah, Gumby said this off air, but yeah, our comment section is... Uh, pretty nice place there as you well like, yeah you guys for rule. some reason we attract nice people <laughs> mma is not really known for uh, having the most uh most friendly maybe not friendly fans but the most um stable forgiving. fans maybe forgiving forgiving, <laughs> forgiving. For, okay they're usually sure. not forgiving uh yeah. especially when you're telling them who to pick to win right uh but then you guys here are like People are telling me bad beat and stuff like that. Like that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> yeah, so, so get in our YouTube. Subscribe. Our subscribers are going way up because of the grandma content. So hopefully we can find some more grandma content coming soon. Um, so that's obviously MMA Gambling Podcast. Or uh, search Can Tuna Recipes and you'll find us that way as well. Um, we have to we we'll have to find if there's any other weird searches that are bringing uh, leading yeah, to us. One, maybe one, maybe one, grandma. Maybe one, grandmas are looking for Can Tuna Recipes and boom, they're getting grandma MMA content instead. Right. One of the one of the search terms when I was pulling up because uh, I, I wanted to do research on why we got ten thousand hits. Yeah. And if you're listening this deep into the episode, you're now interested in why we got that many on that video too. One of the search terms that was searched that brought them to that clip somehow was how to make cocaine. <laughs> oh yes. Right. <laughs> I was like, you told me that. What, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> well, 
a full gamut of people uh, listen to our show, Gumby. So yeah, we'll there you to, go. We'll be careful. Um, as Michael Jordan would say, uh, people who make cocaine buy shoes too, or something like that. <laughs> or listen to podcasts too. Uh, listen to podcasts. I'll paraphrase him. Um, all right. Gumby's got a top turtle MMA podcast. He's already tickled you with a feather. Told you he's going to have uh, some people from next week's UFC fight card on his uh, on his show this coming week. So make sure you listen to Top Turtle MMA, and then you won't have to listen to me that way. If you want to read my stuff, you don't have to listen to me that way either. MoneyMMA.substack.com. I will have another um, pick'em contest running for this coming weekend. Stellar fight night card not ufc saudi arabia and then of course sports gambling podcast.com uh, sports gambling podcast.com slash store sports gambling podcast.com slash patreon so we can crush corporate gambling all right tomorrow will be a uh, regional episode problema jeff fox and puro chikali gumby Vreeland will be riding beside me as well and we shall talk to you then bye-bye <laughs>